Growing up in Delaware in Pennsylvania, she was the eldest of 13 children. Her father was a successful boot manufacturer, and Mary knew a life of comfort. Politically active, Mary's father was involved in the abolitionist movement, and his interests were passed on to his children. Despite the fact the Shad family were wealthy, Mary had problems receiving an education in Delaware. Blacks were not allowed to go to school. In Pennsylvania, with a growing anti-black sentiment, Mary's parents paid for her private education with the Quakers. Even with the advantages Mary had compared to many blacks of that time, because she was a woman, only certain professions were open to her. She became a teacher. British North America abolished slavery in 1833. Mary, at the age of 28, took advantage of this by seeking refuge in this country in the fall of 1851. She settled in Windsor. Mary taught black children. She also exercised her passion for political writing by publishing her pro-Canada pamphlet, Notes on Canada West, in 1852. Mary faced multiple layers of racism and sexism inside and outside the black community. Because she was light-skinned and part of the black elite, this drew resentment from other blacks. Later on, Mary's love of writing and politics led her to become the editor of the Provincial Freeman. This paper had correspondence in Ontario with subscribers across Canada and the U.S. Mary lived an unconventional private life for a woman of those times. She married a businessman and activist from Toronto. They lived apart during their four-year marriage, while Mary raised funds for her newspaper. The arrangement seemed to work. However, at her husband's death at the age of 35, Mary was pregnant with their second child. Like many widows, financially she was in trouble. Mary continued to struggle in the male-dominated world of journalism. Sexism was widespread at that time, and she had to hide the fact she was editor of The Freeman. In the 1860s, Mary returned to the U.S. She earned a law degree, continued her teaching, and was active in the women's suffrage movement until her death in 1893. I'm Donna Kakonge.